What is up, guys? This is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 314 of the Not Born This Way podcast, official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company and Not Born This Way brand apparel. So I wanted to talk about a very interesting topic um, today, and it (coughs) occurred to me to talk about it after our event uh, a couple weeks ago, where uh, myself and some other uh, others friends of mine spoke, and uh, something that came up in in my talk that um, my wife hadn't even really recognized because I don't think I ever like said it out loud was this idea of body dysmorphia um, that uh, I think exists in a lot of us who are in the bodybuilding, weightlifting, workout world. And uh, I want to have a conversation about it and how uh, in recent years I've been able to, I wouldn't say overcome it completely, but um, get past it uh, quite a bit more than I ever had and and talk about how and maybe that'll be helpful for some people. So to give it a little backstory uh, you know, as most of you guys know, guys know and have heard me talk, uh, growing up as a, you know, relatively small kid, so I'm, you know, 5'7 on a good day, and I think I graduated high school at about 135 pounds. So uh, throughout my, uh, like, childhood life, I think probably, like, when I first started playing sports, like, I think I'm, I primarily remember being, like, self-aware of my uh, stature, uh, being like a smaller person in like little league, right? Cause we, I remember distinctly, we'd line up for the pictures, team pictures, and I'd always be in the front, right? Short guys in the front. Uh, and then I played, uh, all of the positions that the smaller guys would play. Now, my job is a good athlete and a very good player. Um, but part of me, even at 10, 11 years old, uh, wanted to be I didn't want to bat first and get a million base hits. I wanted to bat fourth and hit a home run, right? I didn't want to play second base and get everybody out. I wanted to play uh, catcher or center field or somewhere where, like, the bigger guys played. So there was some appeal of being bigger and stronger and some something I didn't like about being smaller. Um, then I remember in high school uh, – usual stuff. I know the wrestling coach really wanted me to wrestle because I could fill uh, one of the lighter weight classes. And I went to a couple practices and I just did not like it. Um, and I've talked about that with learning jujitsu. Uh, I, I was very uncomfortable being that vulnerable learning wrestling at that age because uh, if you're not good, the, the learning process just just sucks. You know, it's one thing to learn baseball or basketball if you're not good, but to learn wrestling, uh, you're getting beat up a lot, and that just feels uh, – I, I didn't understand how – you could get, like, I didn't understand the importance of getting through that to become better. I just couldn't deal with the discomfort in order to get better, which, you know, we could talk about later and and is a common theme now as an adult that I fully understand, but I didn't understand it at the time. So it wasn't worth it for me to go through all that discomfort, which is what I was trying to avoid, right? I'm trying to avoid feeling insecure and vulnerable. And then here I am having to go through those feelings uh, to overcome them. So as an adult, I recognize that, but as a kid, I didn't. Um, and then, uh, just throughout like high school, even college and even after, um, just 
being in the bar scene and being in the dating scene and being around just again being hyper aware of like everybody's bigger than me everybody's taller than me and this is uncomfortable right um I remember walking home from wrestling practice, baseball practice by myself and thinking, man, I don't feel like I could defend myself uh, very well if something happened. Uh, I wish I knew karate or I wish I was bigger and stronger. So there was always this desire for, uh, I'll call it a suit of armor, right? I think I thought, and again, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, so I'm watching Sylvester Stallone, Rambo, um, Schwarzenegger, you know, all these superheroes with big muscles who could kick everyone's ass and save the world. And that's, that's what I wanted, right? I wanted to look like that. I wanted to be uh, invincible like that and to feel the way those guys must feel looking like that, right? Um, somehow I thought that suit of armor, uh, big muscles would give me protection and save me from feeling vulnerable and insecure, right? I think it would give me confidence and make me feel safe uh, in the world, I guess, is what I can learn now if I look back. But at the time, all I thought was I wanted big muscles, right? And I didn't recognize any of this shit. Uh, so I found uh, bodybuilding and saw all these bodybuilders with huge muscles and started to lift weights and work out and get stronger. But as I started to see muscles in the mirror uh, throughout college and post-college and started to look more like, you know, Sylvester Stallone and Schwarzenegger, I was like, this is it. This is what's going to uh, save me, right? This is going to make me into that person and that person will be confident. That person will be uh, unfuckwithable, right? Um and then, uh, so I, and it's kind of working at first, like I'm getting bigger and I'm feeling better and, uh, and I'm definitely, str and I guess there's a correlation here that I'm getting stronger also, and that's helping with the confidence. Um, and then, uh, I get into bodybuilding and then, so around the same time, uh, I, this is why I want to talk about this. I think it's complicated, and I think people could relate to this, on, on even if they haven't experienced exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I start to uh, get a lot of attention now for my new muscles, right? So people are complimenting me. People are talking about it. So it becomes like a very huge part of my identity is um, having muscles, right? Being jacked. So I start to bodybuild uh, competitively. So what's happening now is I'm starting to put my self-worth in, in the hands of my muscles, right? So a lot of what I think makes me attractive to other people, what makes people respect me, what makes people um, maybe, maybe, maybe protects me from somebody wanting to fuck with me, uh, again, makes girls like me, makes, you know, people respect my, we're like, everything is wrapped into having big muscles. And then the sport of bodybuilding uh, is magnifying that because now I'm getting literally awards um, and attention, magazines, uh, you know, winning contests because of these muscles. So everything now, is about that. And because it's a sport and because it's something that's accepted and because it's providing me also a way to make 
money and then to become a personal trainer. And I feel like to be a good personal trainer, the the more bigger muscles I have, the better, you know, the more I'm showing that I'm knowledgeable as a trainer. Like it's all wrapping together to um, reinforce how important having these big muscles are. And then uh, I retired from bodybuilding when I was like 30. Uh, but I realized like I still hadn't the suit of armor like wasn't doing everything I thought it would do. Uh, I still didn't really feel super secure in the world per se. I think subconsciously I kind of knew that I still, uh, maybe this suit of armor would keep, um, like, like keep people away from it, from it, from a, like a physical confrontation standpoint. But I knew that I wasn't any more prepared to get in a fist fight than I was, without the muscles, right? Because I'm just stronger and I just have big muscles. I don't, I don't know how to fight or anything. So subconsciously, I'm feeling that. And then uh, when I retired from bodybuilding, you know, bodybuilding is a full-time effort, eating six times a day, training super hard. Like, so I'm at that point way, way bigger and stronger and heavier than my natural um, body size, right? It takes tons of effort and time to maintain that. So as soon as I retire from the sport of competitive bodybuilding, I start to lose size, muscle mass, strength. And I'm having a really hard time mentally with, you know, who am I without that suit of armor anymore, right? And I remember uh, at that point I was training people in New York City and then I moved to Miami to do the, to open as well. And around that time, I was all much, much smaller than I was as a bodybuilder. And I was struggling kind of all the time with, um, and, you know, nobody, no, nobody knew this. Uh, but inside, I always felt like, oh, man, like I still want to be big like I used to be, but I don't want to dedicate the time and do all the stuff. But I still don't, I don't really like being smaller and thinner and, and lighter and not having big muscles. So it was really... Um, did, just didn't know. And a lot, again, a lot of my self-worth had been wrapped up in having those big muscles and having that suit of armor. So it felt uh, odd. Uh, I will say that when I opened my gym in Miami, I started to get some satisfaction and confidence about being a leader of my team. Uh, you know, that was my first time being a boss and having people work for me. So that did provide some, like, I felt like I was doing that well. Uh, and I was getting some like confidence from doing that pretty well. But uh, <clears throat> that business was in 2008 and was struggling. So I was partly also feeling like I'm not super duper successful at this either. So it's kind of weird. But anyway, um, when I moved to Maine, I and I started to open our my gym now and leading strength company, I got back into uh, bodybuilding again and just get just wanting to get some muscles back. I was like, you know what, I felt so much better being big and, and having big muscles that let's just get some muscles back. So get back into working out, start get bigger again, and uh, definitely felt better, um, but still was very self-conscious, self-aware of what I looked like. And it still wasn't like a bodybuilder. I was definitely bigger and stronger, but not looking like a bodybuilder. So I'm comparing myself to like myself as a competitive bodybuilder or other bodybuilders. And when you start to get into that, I'm talking bodybuilding, not powerlifting. I'm make a distinction here. Bodybuilding being primarily about the cosmetic outward appearance of the body. 
genetics have such a huge component in everything, and bodybuilding is probably the most obvious, right? Um, there are there are tons of uh, athletes and guys who barely lift weights or girls and have super duper defined big muscles just genetically. So, um, and there's a lot of us that don't have that. So on my best day, doing everything possible to have big ripped physique, uh, there's people who don't train and don't do any of that who uh, have a better physique, right? So when you take a person who has those kind of genetics and then give them training and diet and all that, um, there's no comparison. So again, even as a you know grown-ass adult, I'm still having this challenge with who am I without big muscles um, and that kind of insecurity uh, still there. So I went to my first powerlifting meet uh, probably like six years ago, maybe seven, and um, that changed a lot for me because I went there and again, in my mind, power I'd never been to a powerlifting meet. I didn't know much about powerlifting. So in my mind, all these powerlifters were going to be big, jacked, uh, you know, look like bodybuilders, essentially. Um, and I went to the meet, and I was surprised to see a lot of these men and women competing in powerlifting who weren't particularly super jacked. Um, some of them were. Some of them not at all. Some of them very, very normal physiques. Um, dad bods, if you will, some of them looked like bodybuilders, but I couldn't get over the, the range. And some of these guys who had just, or, you know, when I say guys, I mean, men and women, whatever, um, just normal bodies, but they were performing at this outrageous high level of athletic ability and strength. So that, that, and I also found in the bodybuilding world, you're constantly self-conscious about how you look because you're being judged on how you look. So even when you're not competing, if you go to a bodybuilding contest in your off-season, everybody's still looking at you and judging you on how you look because that's just what the sport is, right? I used to describe the pressure to people and say, you know, if you're a pitcher in baseball, when you walk into a party, people don't ask you to start throwing curveballs, when you're a bodybuilder, literally year-round, everybody wants to feel your muscles, everybody wants to see your abs, everybody wants you to flex your arms, so you, you're constantly under pressure. It's not like a sport where you're only being analyzed or evaluated during your game or during your sport. Um, so the powerlifters were remarkably, um, there was a remarkable lack of, um, how do I say this? The powerlifters did not seem to be concerned at all about what they looked like. They're all wearing uh, their you know, powerlifting singlets, which basically look like wrestling singlets. Um, some people looked great, some people not so great, but like nobody cared what everybody looked like. Nobody talked about what anybody looked like. It was just about how much weight they could lift, how they performed. That was it. Um, and that was remarkable to me. It was remarkable to me to see people who are uh, in this sport, which I, I had previously considered so similar to bodybuilding, but it was so different because it was just about performance. Nobody gave a shit what anybody looked like. So that was the first thing that like really resonated with me was like, oh, I like this. You know, the more I hung around that crowd, the more I realized that it was possible to... Uh, not be so concerned about what you looked like in, 
your t-shirt or without your shirt or in your sweatshirt. Like just, it was, it was refreshing breath. It was a breath of fresh air. Um, and that's what really changed things for me with Iron Legion was it, I realized this is going to be the approach of our gym. We need to get people to see this and feel this mindset of focus on the strength and the performance and get away from the mirror, get away from the scale, get away from the body fat calipers and stop being so self-conscious of the way you look and just focus on performance, whether that's a sport. Um, but in our world, it was lifting. You know, if you can get stronger and perform better, uh, you're going to feel great. And we're not going to really spend a whole lot of time worrying about what we look like. Um, so that really made a big, uh, really helped me become less self-conscious of my appearance as long as I was still uh, felt like I was getting stronger. I, I could be comfortable being a little fatter or a little higher body fat or a little smaller from a muscular standpoint. Um, but I still didn't feel, I would say, completely cured, you know, because bodybuilding st- or powerlifting still was about being as big as possible, right? Because the heavier you are, the stronger you are generally. So I found myself still trying to get heavier and trying to be bigger, right? So I think right now, as I'm telling you the story, I'm about 200 pounds, but I think at one point I was like 220, 225 when I was powerlifting because I'm trying to eat as much as I can to be bigger so I could be stronger. So I'm less self-conscious about being ripped or how big my muscles are, but I'm still trying to be big. And and it, honestly, like very much out of the comfort zone of where my body wants to be. Like my body, like right now, I, I don't pay attention to what I eat or what I weigh or really anything that way. And I weigh about the same all the time. So my body's like kind of comfortable at 200-ish. Um, but 225 was like a push. That was really, really big for my frame. Um, and I remember my wife saying like, how, how big are you trying to get here? You know, this is crazy. And um, I was like, I'm just trying to get as strong as I can. But I didn't, like, I knew that if I got, if I lost weight, uh, I would start to feel insecure again. Like, I would start to tap into that, like, little kid, small and vulnerable shit. Um, So anytime I tried to, because I was getting, like, felt, like, unhealthy a little bit, right, at that weight, uh, as soon as I started to slim down, I would start to feel like, oh, my God, I'm going to feel small and get skinny again, and I'd get bigger again. (laughs) So a few years ago, I got hurt. Um, I started doing jujitsu with my son and, uh, something I'd always wanted to do. And then, uh, around the same time, not, I mean, not, not long after, um, I got really hurt. Uh, I fell off a ladder, separated my, uh, dislocated my shoulder and that knocked me out of lifting heavy for quite some time. So, uh, I had started jujitsu and then I dropped my shoulder out. So I'm, unable to lift. I was able to resume jujitsu pretty quickly because I just did stuff that didn't involve my shoulder. Um, So simultaneously, I'm shrinking uh, because I'm not lifting. Uh, I'm not eating as much because I'm not lifting. And then I'm learning jujitsu at the same time. So uh, I'm starting to like, and I got very, I had never not lifted for that long. Uh, This was months, this is three months, six months. Um, I was pretty banged up off the fall. So I uh, had never really gone that long without working out. So I was shrinking dramatically uh, and definitely not doing well with that because I was just not prepared to be 
a guy that everybody knew with muscles now all of a sudden has much smaller muscles and looks much more normal in a t-shirt than he used to six months ago. Um, but the cool thing was because I was learning jiu-jitsu, one thing that I wasn't had not been aware of was how much the um, ability to defend myself and feel safe and secure in my body and in the world uh, was tied up in being big and being strong, right? So again, I felt like if I was big and if I looked strong, that people wouldn't mess with me. And that felt, uh, made me, again, it gave me that suit of armor feeling, felt safe. But again, subconsciously, I kind of knew that this is all a facade. Um, you know, I'm not some kind of Navy SEAL. I'm not uh, a fighter. So I knew that I might look a certain way, but I'm not sure I could do a whole lot about it, if that makes sense. And, uh, you know, I think this is probably true for men and women, but I would, I would venture to say it's probably a little bit more of a male thing where you kind of feel like you're supposed to um, be able to defend yourself and protect your family and protect everybody. And maybe that's a brainwashing from years of Rambo movies and Rocky movies or what. But anyway, whatever it is, that's how I felt. So now fast forward, you know, almost coming up on, I'll be up at like two years in jiu-jitsu pretty soon. Um, what a remarkable change in my mindset and what a remarkable um like like i give way fewer fucks about my body and what i look like i'm i'm considerably smaller uh than i was when i was powerlifting and bodybuilding um considerably less uh defined and lean um but I'm way more comfortable in my body and in my life in general because the powerlifting taught me that you could be strong and not to really worry about what you look like if you pay attention to performance. And the jujitsu taught me that uh, knowing how to, to fight and defend myself or oneself uh, is way more powerful to having confidence and walking through the world safely and confidently uh, than having big muscles is. Because again, the big muscles was a little bit of a facade um, that kind of made me feel better, but it was like a dog with a big bark, right? Um, the jiu-jitsu gives you a, like a really deep-seated um, confidence. And again, this is not, I'm not a black belt. I'm not a super duper badass and by any means. I'm still a beginner from a jiu-jitsu sense. Um, I, I'm not great. You know, I've been doing this two years. I think it'll take me about 10 years, uh, 12 years, 15 years to be really good. Um, but at two years, I'm a hell of a lot better than I was two years ago and a hell of a lot better than some buddy off the street who's not trained. So just the fact that I've been, you know, in like body to body on the ground with other people in a combative scenario two or three times a week for two years, um, I'm a thousand percent more comfortable in that idea, right? And again, I don't expect to get in a street fight or expect to have to use this stuff ever. You know, I'm 53 years old. I'm, I'm not roaming around at bars getting in fights, but just this deep understanding and confidence and knowledge that I'm prepared if I had to be. Uh, it's very, very hard to put into words. But anybody that's trained jiu-jitsu even for a few months knows what I'm talking about. Um, and I've just never experienced this before um, in anything else that I've done. So my point here would be 
the value of powerlifting and jujitsu to help me overcome this this reliance on my physical appearance to give me value in the world to give me uh, security in the world um, it's been quite remarkable uh, so my my only takeaway is just that hopefully somebody can take some comfort in my story maybe they feel better about their dysmorphic feelings uh, and also maybe this provides you some um, some uh, as a guide to things that could help if you find that you're really self-conscious about your appearance and find that your value is in your appearance. Um, you know, I've always thought sports are great and I'd, I'd, I'd put powerlifting and jujitsu in that same category as something that you can be valuable. Uh, it doesn't matter how, how good looking you are or what your body looks like. Um, if you are the home run hitter for your team or you're a valuable player or you, uh, you know, can improve in your powerlifting or if jujitsu or something of the, that nature makes you feel uh, more confident in your body and what it can do. Um, it really helps spend less time focusing on uh, what it looks like and the outward appearance. So I uh, hope that's, anyway, I don't, you know, just wanted to share that with you because it occurred to me it was pretty powerful. I uh, hope that helps. I uh, would love to hear from you guys in the comments or just message me if, um, if this resonated with you. All right. Peace out, guys. Have a good day.